Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new year and a new season of The Bachelor. This year, we get to watch Peter Weber from The Bachelor Man Mansion find love amongst 30 wonderful women. And let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am Luke Millar, and I am here with Nate Wood, and this is Can I Steal You for a Second? And we're going to talk about The Bachelor. What's up, Nate? What's up, Luke? How are we doing, buddy? Good. I'm so excited that we have The Bachelor back. Oh, it's the best time of year right here. Another, another season of Bachelor, and us, just two middle-aged white men giving our opinions about something we have no idea what it is. I feel like this is the, the perfect podcast. I can't imagine people won't fall in love with us immediately. Oh, this is going to be great. Um, it seems like <laughs> we're the perfect people to talk about this. Uh, this is the best time of year because it's the start of The Bachelor, and then we get The Bachelorette, and then Bachelor in Paradise. So this is the beginning of eight months of Bachelor uh, content. I, I don't think there's any uh, winter games this year, but... You know. <laughs> Summer games. Maybe. I, I just remember when... Uh, what, what year was that? That was a couple years ago that they did winter games. And they, oh, yeah. it was on at the same time, right? They had Bachelor on Mondays and then winter games on Tuesdays or something. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember because I was talking, because like people at work always make fun of me for watching The Bachelor. Um, and uh, there was one week where there was 12 hours of Bachelor con No, it was <laughs> couldn't have been 12, but it must have been 10 or something. Because I think there were four episodes and one of, and like a couple of them were long ones or something. But it was just, yeah, 10, eight or 10 hours of Bachelor content in one week. And they're like, you're really going to watch all of that. I'm like, yeah, I How am. Blessed. That's great. So blessed. But right now we only have to deal. We only get three. So we got three hours. Only three. Yeah. I will say. Lie. It felt like a long one. It was three hours, a lot of Bachelor. But a lot of good content. Yeah, I actually like this one was a little bit different than other first episodes. I don't usually enjoy the first episodes because they do like an hour of introductions and mm. like videos of the people at home with their families and at work and then they do sometimes they do the, the dumb live studio thing where chris harrison's oh. like we're here and people are clapping about it <laughs> I, I, but they didn't do any of that like they had maybe yeah. 20 minutes of intro videos yeah no i agree it was way better it's always more fun when they break format a little bit especially at this point right we're 30 whatever seasons in here so yeah shake it up um Okay, let's see. Let's. I, I there are a bunch of Bachelor podcasts, I guess, out there, and by a bunch, I mean a few. Um, and mostly, I feel like they're kind of boring. They just kind of recap everything that happened. Mm. Um, so maybe it'd be good to do something a little bit different. Let's bring a little bit of a different color to the Bachelor podcast world. Oh, you're. This is my love language, Luke. Keep going. Okay. Um, all right. Let's start with the women. Peter's women. Um, uh, he had 30 women show up. 31 if you include Hannah B. Which we will, right? I guess so. Yeah. Um, so 30, <laughs> but that first night it was 30 because like she didn't really show up. Um, I, I guess she kind of did. Uh, so 31 women. 
How many people do you think he kept on that first night? How many people got sent home? Ooh, um, that's a good question. Do you I, know this? I don't know, but I, it seems like it wasn't that many that he kept. I'll say, man, my first guess was 10, but that feels like not enough. So I'm going to say 15. That he kept or that he sent home? That he kept. He kept 22. No way. Eight got sent, sent home. Eight people home the first night. So you had to feel pretty dumb to get sent home that first night <laughs> out of 30 people yeah, no being kidding. one of the eight that gets sent home. I always joke that it's weird that they cry getting sent home that early on, right? That they didn't even really know this guy yet. But man, I guess I would I would cry too. It It is weird. No, it's still weird. It is weird that they cry. <laughs> no, that level of just personal rejection, I would break my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it would suck to go where – I mean, I think any single one of these people that go on the show go in feeling like they're fairly confident in themselves and that they probably have interest in them generally anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because you think wouldn't of the go on... confidence you have to have just to audition for the show, right? Just to be like, yeah, I belong in this type of scenario. Yes. Right. I'm willing to send in pictures of myself in a bathing suit. I'm willing to like go on and do a video of me talking and introducing myself. I think that I might actually be able to like date somebody that is semi-famous and not be weirded out by it. Like there's a lot that goes into that. And so all of these people go in and then within six hours of being there, like, no, you're not good enough. No, not you. Bye. Yeah. So there were 22, there were 22, uh, good women that he kept and then eight ugly ones that he sent home, I guess is how that <laughs> works. Uh, I'm not actually sure that's how it broke down, but, um, okay. It's so my, for the record. So when they do, so when they bring them in, they bring them in in cars of, it seemed like five when I went back and rewatched it and tried to keep track of who was coming in when, um, and then the other thing that became apparent rewatching it and like paying attention, they don't, I don't think they showed it in order also. Which makes sense. Oh, sure. They're gonna show yeah. it. They're gonna show it in the order that makes sense for TV. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's. A, I mean, in the first night, especially, you know, the whole season, there's just tons of production and, and editorial manipulation, right? But especially in this first night, right? The things that you hear about the show, the time they show up, things like that. So, yeah, I don't think it's any shock that we don't get the girls in the order that they actually arrive on set. Well, okay, so what time do they show up? Because they definitely end it late. And this one seemed especially late because when they came out and those people are crying because they're getting sent home, it looked like it was the middle of the day. It was the not. The sun's out and bright, yeah. Right, like sometimes it's like, oh, it looks like it's early morning and you can kind of tell that it's starting to get light outside. This one was, nope, it's people are out <laughs> eating breakfast. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I, I've heard, and you know, I don't know, but I've heard that they start filming at midnight and then they just keep them through the night and the dismissals happen, yeah, in the morning, 7, 8 a.m. That would be so hard. How come they don't have people just falling asleep on the couch? They probably do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the it. most fascinating thing is they, they, these girls just look so fresh. I mean, think about, you know, they haven't had food in two weeks. They're full of champagne and white wine. They're delirious probably from being up all night long, pulling an all-nighter, all the emotion and adrenaline about being on the show and all the cameras. I mean, it's amazing that crazier things don't happen. It's amazing yeah. they don't crash. Yeah, you're exactly right. 
Right. It is amazing that you don't have just complete wrecks. And maybe they try do a good job of just not showing that. It's you Yeah, know, just cut all that out. Yeah, that, that probably like, happens you, to some extent. If you think about the night in the house, they, prob- we, they probably get 45 minutes of real content, like m- without commercials, maybe sure. 45. Um, yeah. And they're there, if they're there from midnight to eight, it's eight hours. Yeah, eight hours, 30 girls. And they, yeah, exactly. 35, 40 minutes makes it on air, right? Of, of actual content. The things that they don't show that I'd love to see and nobody ever talks about is like, like what if he has to go to the bathroom? Where does he go? <laughs> does he just like go use the mansion bathroom? There's no way. Absolutely he does. You think so? Oh, for sure. All of them. Yeah, think about it. These girls, he's drinking. They're all having champagne. They're Yeah, they're using one of the 28 bathrooms in that mansion for sure. Wow. That would be uh people get pretty shy about using the bathroom in like the same house as other people. That that is definitely a thing. How come that never comes up as a topic on the show? I want more bathroom content, Luke. Who do we write to? <laughs> Who does? <laughs> Who does? See, this is why this this show is is needed in the bachelor world. <laughs> Asking okay. hard questions. I like So it. when when people show up and this is true for guys and girls, and it's changed, I think, over the years, um, where people show up, and you have a couple of options. Can you be? Are you gonna just be like the really uh, genuine, sincere person that's like, "I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to get to know you," or are you gonna like have some gimmick where you're gonna try to do something funny to stand out, or are you? Is there anything else? Just nothing. I don't know. Hi. I'll talk to you later. There were a couple of yeah. those this year. Yeah, I think, yeah, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier before we recorded, but it's really interesting how that has evolved, where early on in the show, there was a few gimmicks, maybe one or two every season, and those girls or guys really stood out. And now it's kind of almost flipped, where there's so much gimmick that it almost seems like you stand out more if you just kind of come out and are real and just introduce yourself. And yeah. So I'm curious. I know you did a little breakdown of what those kind of things look like. And, and I who did some research. Around. I was curious about the types of people that come and what they choose to do getting out of the limo. And then how does that relate to if he keeps them or not in that first night? Um, I had a hypothesis on something here, but I'll go into it in a second. Um, but I'm curious for you, if you were going on the show as a contestant, what would be your strategy? Like just thinking about strategy going into it, what are you going to do getting out of the limo? Oh man. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that's like a lot of fun for the show for me is I do kind of put myself in these different situations. Like, oh, how would I react? Or what would be my, my game strategy here? Would you um, be an interrupter? Would you not be, an, you know, like, yeah. Some of yeah, those yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm not coming out with a giant paper airplane or in the red Corvette or any of that stuff. Uh, I am getting out of the limo, but I do have like some, something I'm doing when I'm making my introduction to kind of try and be a little bit memorable, right? Whether that's a joke or I thought the man, and this is going to be a terrible thing for me all season, but I'm really bad at the names. I thought the girl in the red dress who did the blindfold and then kind of like, Oh, feeling is really big for me. I thought that was like a really good and then kissed him. way to make a Savannah. first impression. Yeah. Savannah. Yes. Her. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. 
I thought that was a really good strategy. I would oh, probably employ something like that. Maybe not that bold. I probably wouldn't kiss because I'm insecure, but something along those lines, right? Where, okay, you'll remember what I said or did. Uh, what's crazy, when we were watching it, when she, like, as she was walking up, completely unrelated to her, I said to Lisa, has anyone ever just gone up and kissed them? And Lisa's like, I don't think so. And then the girl goes up and does the blindfold and kisses him. And I was like, what in the world? What are the odds of that? Because I actually don't think that that happened before. I think that might have been the first time. How funny. You're like a prophet, Luke. I could, you know, you know, people do tell me that I'm a little (laughs) bit like a prophet. Uh, All right. So I I thought that was good. Yeah. Give me the rundown. Uh, okay, let me go through what everybody did. Perfect. And then we can talk about uh, saying or leaving or those sorts of things. Okay. Um, I'm going to do this, try to do this in alphabetical order. Okay. Just because that's how I have my list. Aaliyah? Aaliyah? Uh-huh. uh-huh. She's the one that came up and she said, hey, my grandma wrote you a letter and she handed it to him. I think they read it later in the episode. Grandma Rose. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Um, Alexa? She comes up. Uh, he says, how are you? She says, I'm okay. <laughs> that was all okay. they showed. And then they, like, <laughs> hugged. And then they, like, cut to the next person. Um, Courtney. Uh, no, uh, Avonlea. She said, sounds like heavenly. Which it doesn't really sound that much like heavenly. I mean, I guess it rhymes with. <laughs> okay. So, do you, um, you're not going to have this. Sometimes I need to know the profession of these girls because that's how I've associated them. Yeah, I got you. I got or, you. I got you. Don't worry. Or Canada or... Avonlea yeah. cattle rancher from Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. You don't know her because she's lame. Still don't know um, her. Alexa, yeah. the I'm okay, was the esthetician. She had a video package early okay. in the episode. She's um, the waxer, yeah? Yeah, that's the one. Or she's the other one. Okay. Nope. Yep, that's the one. Okay, so then next is Courtney. Courtney, the cosmetologist, came in with the, uh, like, with the plane wagon or something that she rode in on. Okay, she's, you know, like, pedaling like it. She had the guy with, like, the lightsabers yeah. waving her in. <laughs> yep. Um, which is funny because it was so dark that you couldn't even tell what she was riding. She might as well have just been riding, like, a kid's bike. Uh, yeah, and I just before the episode started, there was a... I don't know who's doing the just okay, it's not okay commercials, AT&T maybe. There was one where the girl's wearing a dress too tight during award season and she has to like scoot out. And it's like really slow and awkward. And then this came on and she's like riding this airplane thing in and it's just like really slow and awkward. It was and very slow. Couldn't help but associate those two things. Okay, I'm coming. Next, next up we have Deandra. Deandra? Ken? Care coordinator from Plano, Texas. She was the one wearing the windmill on the back. Okay. There yeah, were a, a handful... lot of windmill. Yeah. A lot of windmill references. There were. That... A lot of four-time high... references. A lot of, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of people talking about that. My my thought watching it is like, that just seems like a bad strategy. If you're trying to make an impression on somebody, it's the first time you're going to meet them, and the first thing out of your mouth is going to be referencing <laughs> them with their ex. How Like, that's... that's not a good strategy. I would... I would agree with you, Luke. I would agree with you. Yeah. Imagine that just like in a real world scenario where you're like going to meet someone that you kind of know and you're like, hey, how about your ex? How about your ex? Roll up at the bar. (laughs) You guys were pretty good together, huh? 
Yeah, how about that right, like, last relationship what? you were in? Wasn't that great? <laughs> I don't understand how that's the strategy coming into it. My theory was that everybody that did that, it wasn't going to end well for them. We'll see. Um, <laughs> up next, we have Eunice. She was a flight attendant wearing the wings on her back. She's okay. like, I'm a flight attendant. I'm just going to wing it. I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannah Ann. We all know Hannah Ann because she got the first impression rose. Um, yep. She didn't say much, actually. Uh, she walked up and she said, I hope you saved some room for another Hannah in your life. Mm. Fine. Which I also thought was a weird thing. Don't you go you with did? like, I'm a better Hannah or you'll yeah. I'll make you forget the other Hannah or not like, hey, there can be two Hannahs. There can be both of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. True. I thought that was interesting. Um, Jade, another flight attendant. Nothing. They showed nothing. She said, I'm a flight attendant. Cut. It was two seconds. That was it. <laughs> oh, that was during the spiel where they were like, the one girl was like, oh, I'm unique because I'm a flight attendant and he's a pilot. And then yeah. there was like four other flight attendants. Yep. Jasmine, um, I, she spoke in another language, and there were subtitles. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know what that was. She, but she was talking about how I heard you did it four times. Okay. Mm, yeah, that came up a lot. Good job, Jasmine. Um, <laughs> Jenna, she came with a cow. Okay. All right. Which was an interesting choice. Uh, Kiara, yeah. Kiara. Uh, wait, no, we, I just skipped a bunch of people. Oh, no, I didn't. That's fine. Uh, Kiara, she was the one that came in the, in the suitcase. Okay. Yeah. Kind of, a lot uh, of, a lot of pilots, a lot of windmills. They love the pilot thing. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I just think about if I'm going on the show and a bunch of women come and they all make, try to make like coding <laughs> jokes or something or like coming in a computer i don't like i'd be like no you're out you don't even walk yeah. into the house you can just go home right now <laughs> it's great to meet you but no thanks yeah uh katrina pro sports dancer oh, a couple of those oh she was she was the one that tried to make the uh i'll let you pet my hairless pussy cat oh yeah 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 joke, okay which was a yeah. little crude and um, poor delivery, just if we're being frank. Oof. Yeah, that was rough. Um, Kelly, <laughs> you know Kelly. She's the one that he met in the hotel or something. Yeah. Th this story doesn't make any sense to me. Can you? Do you know? Do you understand what happened? She was uh, there for a wedding, and he was there for a high school reunion, and they were staying at the same hotel, and so and they, they met in the lobby. And well, then they it sounds danced. like it was recent sounds like it was recently right so she probably already knew she was going on the show knew who he was and then was like oh my god i'm going on bachelor right so there was like a interaction there and then we've seen how you know cheesy our boy peter can be he probably took advantage of the situation there and danced it up to some live music in the lobby i don't know what was going on but who, who in what the I'm world picturing in my brain. meets somebody in a hotel lobby and says you know what we should just dance right here yeah, yeah, I think that feels right for Peter. I, did you see his intro reel? I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, anyway, Kelly. Uh, Kelsey, <laughs> professional clothier. Oh, yeah. Whatever that is. I don't um, know what that is, yeah. She's the one that said uh, Hannah made a huge mistake. That's all she said, basically. It was pretty quick. Uh, up next, we got Kylie. She's the one that pulled out the pack of condoms. 
again. Okay. Yep. A lot great of those. Move. Your parents are proud. <laughs> Up next, Lauren. She said, uh, "Someone once told me if it scares you, you should do it." Oh yeah, he liked that. He did like that. That seems like terrible <laughs> life advice, though. Whoever gave her that advice, um, Lexi, who I think might be the only redhead in the whole group. She looks a little bit like uh, what's that girl's name from James Bond? Nope, not James Bond. Mission Impossible. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Lexi. Oh, she's the one that came in the car. Oh yeah, yeah. she came in the Corvette. Yeah, I'm not. Yep. I wasn't a fan of her. Mm, yeah, Madison. She came with a huge paper airplane. Hmm. McKenna. See, this list is really long. Oh, I just skipped a bunch of people. Marissa. Who's Marissa? Oh, she's like, let's pinky promise that okay, uh, yeah. we're going to tell the truth to each other or something. And he's like, well, duh. I don't need to pinky promise that. Um, Megan. Uh, she's another flight attendant. She had the little like microphone speaker box thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. From San Amazing. Francisco. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Cool. Um, McKenna, she just kind of walked up and she's like, well, let me check you out. And she like walked around him. Kind of weird. Yeah, she's uh, mm. Canada. Okay, yeah. Natasha, she didn't do much other than like, she kind of like gave him the like, the eyes and said, hi, Peter. Like super mysterious. And that was it. Mm. Okay. Um, but he kind of liked it, which was weird. Um, Peyton, do you remember Peyton? She just comes out and all she says is four times. <laughs> I remember it. her. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, a medical radiographer. Wow. Oh, okay. She said, "You look great, hubba hubba." That was it. <laughs> How do you decide? How do you decide? You know what my strategy is going to be? I'm going to go out there and say hubba hubba. Because I'm 80 years old. Yeah, that's just like, yeah. I mean, this is a batch of 20-year-olds here. This is a young crew of girls. Hubba hubba. <laughs> just, I don't know. Whoever gave her <laughs> advice coming in. Uh, Savannah, we already talked about Savannah. She did the blindfold. Mm -hmm. um, then we have Shean. Is that how you say it? Sure. Sh sure. Um, <laughs> she gave him the barf bag. Another plane reference. Yep, yep. We're almost there. We're in the home stretch. Sydney. We're in the S's. Um, Sydney, she's from Alabama, and she said, not every Alabama girl makes bad decisions. Mm. Another Hannah reference. We'll burn there. Okay. I guess. Uh, Tammy, uh, she was uh. the one that had, like, the little uh, metal detector and said that something about mm. a large package, which is weird because, like, it's a metal detector. <laughs> so I don't know exactly what she's trying to say with that. It doesn't make that much sense. Th it's just not a logical joke. I think you know. <laughs> Victoria, Vic two Victorias. Victoria F was the one that said that she has a dry sense of humor and made a joke about mm. that. Uh -huh. Victoria P did the happy dance. She said, me and my mm. niece, we do happy dance. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then they kind of dance together. And that's it. That's the group. Okay. Things jumping out at me. There's not six Ashleys, okay? 
No Ashleys. Is that is that a bachelor first? Might be. <laughs> um. Yeah. The only the only duplicate is Victoria. Oh, is that right? That is right. That's crazy. And strange. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, who's your uh, Who's your favorite? Um, Who wins the award for best intro? The best. Oh, the best intro. Okay, hang on. Let me see. The best intro. You know, I I kind of just like the normal ones. Um, let me see. Oh man, <laughs> these are all kind of. Like I, it's it's I don't know none of them. Do you have do you have one? You start. I got nothing. Yeah, Savannah. I like Savannah's a lot. I thought it was not too gimmicky, but memorable enough. And the I also I, I like. Yep, yep. And I liked uh, Victoria with the happy dance. I think that's. Uh, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, one was that's pretty good. My runner up there. It's like yeah, it stands out, but it's not like too weird. Um, I kind of like that. Uh. I don't really like the gimmick one, so that's not really my thing. I think. What just about kind who of... did the the note from Grandma Rose? That one's pretty good too. Oh just yeah, like, yeah Al- subtle. Aliyah, Aliyah, Aliyah. It's yeah. a good strategy because then she's got a reason to you know talk to him later to bring that up and break the ice. Yeah, that's pretty good. I actually thought that like uh, like Kelsey's was fine. It's not like the best, I wouldn't say, but the one that just came up and basically said like, Hey, I think Hannah made a huge mistake and I'm really excited to be here with you. And like, and he's like, yeah, thanks. That's great. I'm happy that you're here. And it's like, that's nice. It's not memorable, but like, you're not, you're not embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And yo dudes, we like to just be gassed up a little bit. So like a nice little compliment like that, like, Hey, she blew it. That's a solid little intro. Love it. Okay. So here's the thing. If you look at this list, the people that didn't make it, there's a couple of things that stand out. My thought was that people that referenced his windmill stuff weren't going to make it. And that's not true. They all did. The windmill that's made it. Same, same thing. The four Just times. Just talking about great he is Yeah, they, for sure. He loved all of them. Even the person that said it in another language, all of them <laughs> made it through the first night. Which is unbelievable. Um, but here is something very interesting. None of the flight attendants made it. Through I was going to ask because I, when we were saying the girl with the box, and I was like, oh yeah, from San Francisco. I was like, she didn't make it. I'm wondering how the flight attendants did. None of them. Zero flight attendants made it through the first night. Only eight people got sent home, and how many of them were flight attendants? Three, I, four. Yeah, three. Crazy. Three of the eight were flight attendants. He wanted no part of that. I don't think he did. I think he didn't want a flight attendant. Apparently. Wow. Okay. That's he, so interesting. The allure of the flight attendant is you get flight benefits, and he has that already, right? Oh, that's right. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. That was really surprising. But that is wild. other people other people that did mention, like, plane stuff did make it, right? Like the plane wagon, the huge paper airplane, um, the barf bag, the TSA person, they all made it through. So he wasn't Crazy. turned off by the flight, the, the pilot stuff. He just didn't want a flight attendant. Okay. All right. Man, what what great analysis we're getting here on. Can I steal you for a second? 
I know. Great right? insight, Luke. Great insight. Nobody else is talking about this. <laughs> uh, what else you got over see. there? What are the little uh, fun facts you got for me? Okay, other other people that he that he sent home. Um, Avonlea sounds like heavenly. Yeah, it's clear that she was going home. Um, <laughs> the I'm actually surprised by this one. Jenna, who brought the cow, got sent home. Oh, okay, interesting. Because they like hers was a long introduction and yeah. then didn't make it and you got stuck with a cow after where did they put it <laughs> just give it to chris chris handles it um and then after that the two people that made the crudest comments the hairless pussycat and then the condoms both got sent home oh wow okay what's that put us out five Six? Who else? Is that everyone? And that's seven. Then the last one was Marissa, who did the pinky promise, which was like, <laughs> I, she's like the standout on here. She wasn't boring. He actually did talk to her that night, and then she got sent home. Huh. Okay. Wow. He just well, didn't like her. Here's a good tip for all our future contestants. Just... Um, Tell the bachelor, bachelorette, how great they are at the sex, and then you will uh, be likely to move on past the first night. So yeah. that's a really great breakdown. Or at least how good they look, right? Because if you okay, so go through the eight that got sent home. I'm a flight attendant. I'm a flight attendant. I'm a flight attendant. Uh, and then like a couple of like crude comments, and then hey, like my name sounds like heavenly, and I brought you a cow, and hey, let's <laughs> pinky promise that we're not going to lie to each other. So it was. Eight for eight were people that did not compliment him. You got to gas us up. We're men. We need that. We're pathetic, sad humans. We need that validation constantly. So, and also none of them <laughs> talked about their families. So it was like, Oh my gosh, he loves that too. He does. Okay. So now, you know, so like you go, the trick, the strategy is you go in, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't have to have a gimmick. There's a lot of people that didn't have a gimmick that made it through. You just have to go. You have to give them some sort of compliment. Tell them that you're excited to be there and that you love your family. And boom. You you aspire to a love story like somebody in your family. Your grandparents, your parents, your aunt. It doesn't matter. He just wants to hear that you like your family. Yep. He loves that stuff, man. He's all about it. So there you go. Yeah. That's our that's our women. Um, man, great. Great insight there. Any other what, – what did you think else about the uh, that first night? Any Any people stand out? Yeah, I mean, uh, talk a little bit about Hannah Ann. Got the first impression, Rose, right? So um, I thought it was kind of fun. We talked about this a little bit. They show up late in the night and they stay hours and hours, seven, eight, nine hours. I don't know exactly how long they're there. So they show our friend Hannah Ann going to interrupt a couple times to talk to him, right? Getting This is the third time that she's talked to him, you hear the girl saying, right? But if you think about it, she's been there for eight hours. It's the most normal thing in the world to go and try and talk to this dude two, three, four times, right? So I thought that was a funny little trick that they tried to pull on me. I also I also think that if, you, if you're going on the show, you should know that that's just kind of okay. I actually loved I – don't, I don't remember who it was, but she had a conversation. Like somebody pulled her aside and was mad at her about it and was like, hey, I don't like that you – but it in like I want to have time with him too, and she's like, "Great, yeah, you should have time with him. Go talk to him." <laughs> and yeah. she's like, and "She's like, she wait, are no you serious?" She, yeah, she didn't know what to say. She even started crying, right? Because like, yeah. But 
But Hannah Ann was totally right. She's like, I had nothing against you. I wasn't stealing time from you. I was just wanted to go talk to him, and you happened to be talking to him when I went to go talk to him. And I don't care. Like, yeah, go talk to him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so that I thought that was kind of interesting how they kind of made a point of that, even though that is probably really normal behavior. And then the other thing that's coming up for me is our guy Peter, who I think is like a little bit of a goober, and I don't really know what he's doing on this show, but. I admittedly am not a great judge of other men. And if they're just like not obviously very good looking, it's hard for me to know who is and isn't. So maybe he is good looking and I'm just a, a bad judge there. But Oh, come on, it, Nate. He's beautiful. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. My guy, <laughs> he lives at home with his parents, right? Which, okay. He Every watch he wears in this episode is worth like north of $10,000. I don't know if bachelor's providing like the full wardrobe and accessories for this guy but peter you can move out dude just sell a couple of those watches and you could just live wherever you want down there in la just get yourself a little apartment little one bedroom you know you don't even need roommates just settle in so wait he lives with his parents oh yeah he lives with mom and dad what how old is he yeah oh i don't remember 27 maybe seems like a deal breaker girls maybe you guys should go home (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's the other thing it's like all these cute girls just fawning over this goober who lives at home what's going on here what world do i live in right now am i just a grumpy old man or is this like a legitimate thing that i'm bringing up i don't know that seems crazy <laughs> right like if you it, it's all in how you describe it right like oh the bachelor this year it's peter weber um he lives at home with his he's 27 year old lives at home with his parents <laughs> and you're like okay great that sounds like a great bachelor <laughs> Yep. Speaking of living at home, did you notice, is it, is it Hannah that lives at home? Yeah, I think that's right. Hannah lives at home and paints pictures and her parents hang her pictures up in the house. This is literally what I do for my four-year-old. I <laughs> he paints things and I put them up around the house. On the She's, fridge. I don't know how, I don't know how old she is, but come on, Hannah. It's time to do something here. Time to grow up. She's 23. Okay, I guess it's a little more living at home is a little more acceptable there, but yeah, mom and dad, I you mean, don't have to encourage this is by pretty old art though. around the house. I already didn't live at home for five years when I was twenty three. Well, okay, well now you're just bragging, but for a lot of us, no, yeah, same, same. I moved out young. Don't like, don't you want to get out of your house? I don't. It's weird, weirdos. Um, <laughs> hmm. Oh wait, okay. So one of the other, uh, yeah, Hannah Anna was good. I think. I think he liked Madison. She seemed yeah, cool. Yeah, Kelly, obviously. Yeah. He really likes Kelly, which is I it's one of those things where I think he likes her because she's familiar. Cause I don't think she's actually that great. I yeah, I don't get the appeal there, but obviously he's had more time to connect with her than he has the other girls and seems to be very drawn to her. Even I don't know how far we want to jump ahead here, but they go on the group date. And I, you maybe didn't even watch this part. They go on the group date. They do the physical challenge. Whoever wins the challenge gets to go on the sunset plane ride with him over LA. And she cheats to win this thing. And instead of being like, oh, no, you're disqualified. He's like, no, I kind of wanted her to win. So I'm just going to let her get away with this. And we're going to hop in this plane and take off. So wow. he's like, yeah, he's like way into her. He is very into her. Yeah. Weird. And. I, unfortunately, Kelly, am not, but as you can see, I don't know if there's a video here, but 
you've done better with Peter than you would have with me. So congratulations. Nice. Wow. You have higher <laughs> standards than Peter. <laughs> um, I think, uh, oh, the other thing that I noticed in this that I thought was like really interesting about the way that they film it and edit the episode. So do you remember the conversation? Oh, actually, I'm just curious if you, how closely you paid attention. Who was the last person to get a rose? Ooh. Um, on the first night? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't remember. Victoria F. Remember, they made okay. it about her because she yeah, had a yeah, horrible yeah. conversation with him. Remember yeah, the conversation she, she had? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and because she, she goes and she's like, "Hey, do you remember what I said when I came up?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah." She and he's like, he's like, yeah. "Actually, no, I don't remember." And she's like, "Remember, I made a joke about like my dry sense of humor." And he's like, "Oh yeah, that was good." And then like somebody else came up and they're like, "All right, I'm gonna steal you." And he's like, "All right," and that was it. That was her conversation. Her conversation with him was, "Do you remember our conversation earlier?" And his answer was, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> and then she retold him, and then that was it. And then yeah. she cried. And then they made a big deal about that filming-wise and editing-wise, and then he, she was the one that got the last rose at the rose ceremony. Yeah. Okay. So here is my thought, though. I heard Chris Harrison talking recently on uh, another podcast uh, <laughs> about how with – I can't remember who it was, Ari or somebody – how there was a woman that they brought onto the show that did horribly the first night. But they thought that she was going to be great. They thought that she was going to be top four even. They're like, this girl's perfect for him. He's going to love her. And that's what they figured going into it. Which one, I thought, oh, that's interesting that they have opinions on it oh, at the start of the they show. They know. Right? They know. Yeah. And so he wanted to send her home. And they're like, and they convinced him the first night. Chris Harrison telling the story. They convinced him, dude, she had a rough night. Keep her. You're going to love her. We promise. And so he's like, fine. And so he kept her. And then uh, she was horrible the second day. And he's like, I got to get rid of her. And they're like, yeah, you can get rid of her. That's fine. Um, funny. And so I, we all kind of suspected that they did a little bit of that, of like telling the people who they should or shouldn't keep if they had, you know, room at the end of like, I don't really care. I know I'm going to send he, – because he probably comes out of this first night thinking, hey, there's only really 10 here that have any real potential. And then they're like, cool. Yeah, so if that's less, the case, yeah. If that's the case, let us fill in like those those bottom twelve for you. Um, and so for Victoria F, they wanted to make it about the suspense of her having that horrible conversation with him, and then the suspense of her getting the last rose. Because as the viewer, that's what you don't know is like, wait, is she gonna get the rose? She was the one that was a mess, and she was crying about it. What's crazy is that means like they do not have the time to edit and view all the content to make that real live decision to put her as the last rose person. But they do this in every episode of every season. They know who the drama is and what the storyline is to make sure that they set up the rose ceremony to be as dramatic as possible. And they sure. make those decisions live before it's even edited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really hard to do. Oh yeah. They, yeah. That's, Excellent production on on site live, just calling those shots. Yeah, for sure. Just kind of picking up on, okay, this is the way we're going to drive this story in six months when we cut and edit this thing. So this is who you need to reserve for the last. Yeah, brilliant. 
that's nuts that they can do that. And and like I wonder how many people are involved in that, right? Because there's so many conversations happening and so many different things that you kind of have to be able to see all of it to even know, right? Because you don't get the you don't get the chance to go look at all the footage. So you have to know that she went to go meet with Peter, had that lame conversation. She walked away and cried. Meanwhile, Peter's talking to somebody else. And to have the ability to know all of those things that are happening at the same time and be able to pick out that storyline to make it a key part of the episode is crazy. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, man, good, good catch, good eye. Because, yeah, there's so much nuance there. Her doing the one-on-one with the camera at the same time, to your point, Peter's talking to somebody else. How are they, I mean, there's just teams of people. How are they catching both these conversations and deciding which one they, which one's going to bring more drama in two hours when it's time to make a decision. It almost made me wonder between that and the whole conversation about like, how long do they go? How long do they film it? It makes me wonder if they actually cut at some point and they say, Hey, we're going to do the rose ceremony in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Cause to the point I was making earlier, how did these girls not look just destroyed at the end of this night? They yeah. probably have an hour to go get re prepped and, yeah, that makes a lot of and, sense. And, and then they Peter get some time to, go to kind of and decide and talk sit with the producers about, and say, yep. "Yeah, and let hey, me try to memorize these their names." And... Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, right, I brought this up when I was watching it. That I look, I'm bad at names, as I've admitted during the episode that I I won't remember any of these girls' names. Just kind of weird things about them. So you meet a girl in a hotel lobby a month ago, one of dozens of girls that this guy's meeting in his life after being on bachelorette. Right. She gets out of the limo and he's like, Kelly, it's so good to see. I would be spinning for a name. Right. But he's got, before these girls even come out, he's got to know so much about each of them. Right. He's got to know their names and where they're from and little tidbits about them from their Like he's got to get fed all this information. Right. Do you think that he gets that before he meets them all? I, I kind of do. Yeah, I don't know if that's right or not, but at least that interaction kind of gave me that impression. Man, yeah. Uh, I would be afraid that I'd like she'd get out and I'd say like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And she's like, dude, we met and we yeah, danced. I think that's exactly the point, right? They don't want that to happen, right? So they've built up the storyline of, oh, she's only going on the show because it was a message from God that she needed to go and meet this guy again or it was a sign she was supposed to be on the show. And then she gets out of the limo and he's like, hi, I'm Peter, you know? So I think they do prep him to some degree, right? The other thing that I was thinking about watching him give out the roses at the end, because I've heard that, you know, especially in these first few episodes where there's a ton of women, it's really, uh, they can't get through the whole thing without like checking notes, right? There's no way he's going to go memorize 22 (laughs) women's names and not miss one or forget one off the top of his head. And so, like, he'll do a few and then go off and then, like, go back through his notes and then come back and do a few and then go off and do it, Um, which would be super awkward being there at the time. Um, But what's crazy is it's not only does he have to memorize the names, but he also has, like, it's in a certain order, right? So it's not like, hey, let me just go out there and kind of wing it by looking at the group and, like, picking the people that I can remember their names (laughs) <laughs> but like, no, I got to do it in the order that they're telling me to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, be there's, there's to a lot there. Them do it. Yeah, it'd be fun to be kind of behind the scenes there and kind of see just that team. Man, props to them. What a, what a fun, hard job that they do very well every year. Jeez, that's pretty cool. 
Um, let's see. I feel like there was one other thing about it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about uh, predictions for the season. Okay. Um, to- are we top four? Is that the what we're doing here? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Do you so, have a list? Uh, I Yeah, I put down a little list here of the four girls I think he might like the most, might okay. make the farthest. Let's do the top four, and then I like let's pick the order of the top four. Okay, all right. I look. I'm going to preface this. I said this before we started recording. I my attention was a little bit distracted towards the end of the episode, and I didn't catch. I, I don't even know if they did it, but usually afterwards they do like a long promo for the rest of the season, right? So you kind of get a feel for who's going to make it really far. I'm probably about to pick four girls who are not even going to be in the final four, yeah. but that's my excuse. Okay. So, um, in order four to one, is that the play here? Yeah. Four to one. Okay. I'm going to go, yeah. uh, I'm going to go with my, my fourth place. And she's kind of my sleeper a little bit, but the, the girl from Canada, I don't know if it's Mikel or Michael. Um, I don't think it's either. Who are you talking about? Mikkel from Canada. <laughs> oh, is there a Mikkel? Yes. Oh, McKenna. Uh, yeah. McKenna. Dang it. <laughs> I put, I put Mikkel. <laughs> yeah, McKenna. McKenna's my sleeper. Like I was okay. trying to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So I think, yeah, she's fourth of, of my top four here. All right. Um, you want me to go through the whole list and then you yours? Or you want to go opposite of me? Okay, I'll go. Uh, my fourth place, I think, is going to be... Oof. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Kelly. Ooh, okay. I think she'll get far. But at some point, he's going to realize that like a big part of his draw to her is that he met her before the show. Okay. That's really fair because I have Kelly as my number three on my list here. Okay, great. Yeah, because I think he's really drawn to her. It is a short time frame, so I don't think that that like, goes away, right? So, uh, yeah, I think she makes it pretty deep, but ultimately I don't think she's the one. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say my number uh, – Ooh, I could go either direction on this. My number three, I'm going to say it's – Hannah Ann. Ooh, okay. Um, I could have gone with who I'm going to say for, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, once I go through the rest of my list, I'll explain why I think that. But like, okay, she, I enough. think she'll get really far. He obviously likes her a lot. Um, she seems competent enough to get it, to get far. Like she seems savvy. Um, yeah, agreed. So, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's the one. So, I have Hannah Ann as my number two on my list here. Okay. So uh, I agree. I think uh, she's got the confidence, and she does like all the little. She knows like when to touch him and when to like smile at him and when to like make him feel good about him. It's like she knows how to play the game, right? So she's not that into him probably this early on, and who knows? These things have a weird way of bringing out feelings and relationships so i'm not gonna give her the benefit of the doubt that that may come to fruition but i just thought in this first episode she was really good at playing this game of 
getting his attention and giving him the right attention. So I think she will go very far on the show. And he's obviously in there. He gave her the first impression, Rose. Yes. Generally, that's a good sign. Somebody's going to go a long way. Um, so he's obviously very attracted to her probably. So, uh, yeah, I think she's my number two. All right. My number two. I'm guessing you don't have this person on your list. I hope not. <laughs> Victoria P. Ooh, I don't, but I like it. I don't I don't have any great reason for it other than <laughs> I don't know. She seemed pretty normal and cool and he seemed into her and yeah. She's and she's different from like he seemed drawn to all the brunettes and she's not. Yeah, yeah, that's and really so fair. And so I think I think in the end he'll have one non-brunette in the group and that'll be her. And uh yeah, she just piggybacking on why she's a good choice. I, I was joking last night. She's like the only one who's like full grown. She's like an actual woman. And yeah. she's like, yeah. So, you know, he's 27 years old. He's an adult, right? He's got to be somewhat drawn to that. And she's 27. Uh, yeah. She's a nurse. She has a real job, a real job. She's age appropriate. Yeah. She, she probably has a house that he could move into out of his parents' house. I, I like that for, for number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing we have the same uh, the same number one here then. So I don't know. Well, let's see. I for my number one, I picked Madison. Me too. Yeah. Why? Um, well, she's the cutest on the show, um, and she seems like a lot of fun. And her background's a lot of fun. She's like sporty and stuff, and uh, four state championships. Um, you like yeah, that. and the, it's a huge advantage that she met the family like early on in the season and made like a really good first impression there. Um, and she does the same thing where she's really good about talking about her family. She's really good about giving him the right attention and compliments and then drawing that attention out of him. Like in their little one-on-one, you could see a little bit of that where, uh, you know, she's asking for some validation from him and he's willing and giving it. And then she's pouring it back onto him. So I think she plays the game really well. She kind of knows, how to, to do that. And so I think as feelings develop between them, that will just kind of get more and more magnified and, and she's the cutest. And so that's a wow. huge advantage. You said it so well, I'm not even going to really add anything to it. Other <laughs> than I'm going to say, I kind of take away some points that she's like four state championships in high school. And it's like, okay. Ooh, don't remind him that you almost, you were just in high school recently. That's weird. <laughs> That's that's a good point. It's a good point. She is very. I don't know how young she is, but she seems very young. Yeah, she's twenty three, which is it's close enough for him. Four years is great. So, and she also seems really his type. He's into these little brunettes, and yeah. So, so my my I what I like I don't I don't think in the end you'll have I don't know because like Hannah Ann and Madison look too similar. They do. You're right. I think it would be hard for that to be your final two, which is why I kind of put the Victoria in that last spot. Good, good strategy. I can't wait to revisit this and have one of these four girls from each of our lists be in the show at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it was a good, good first episode. I'm glad that it's back. Yeah. And here's another good highlight for me, Luke, something that kept yes, coming please. up is we got a lot of good bachelor in paradise content here, which is really the only reason to watch bachelor and bachelorette anymore is so that you know who the hell is on bachelor in paradise. So I'm excited <laughs> for right. some of that. That is right. Uh, we, we should do that at some point is like the predictions of who's going to be on bachelor in paradise. Yeah. We got to get a little farther. So we see who's not going to win, but I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. We, I'll match them. I'll match them with their counterparts in Bachelor Pair. I'll pick every relationship. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. That's great. I will go to Stagecoach and I will scout out Stage these relationships coach. blossoming. They're in all going to hook up with Blake. Then... <laughs> and I will tell you doing. who Blake ends up with. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And good well, for Stab, Luke. I'm proud. We did good tonight. This was good. I'm excited Why don't for the you be next proud episode. of yourself. Next Me week. too. Yep. All right. Good luck, Peter. Good luck, we're gonna Peter. Tr- we're gonna have Peter on the on the podcast soon. So yeah, we'll get him on for those. Hey, can I steal fans. you for a second, Peter? Yeah. Come here. I know. So this is <laughs> can I steal you for a second? The best Bachelor podcast. Um, that's not by uh, ex cast of The Bachelor. Ooh. Um, which, yeah, is high praised. And <laughs> it's it's not award winning, but it might be in the future, which is exciting. This is our year. We're pretty excited our year. about that. Um, yep. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> subscribe if you like this. Reach out to us. We actually do have a Twitter account. Um, it's called, oh, crap. What's it called? Do you know it? <laughs> I, I Seven... keep on forgetting. Uh, oh, I know what it's called. It's called, uh, it's at steal you for a sec. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's All good. right, so follow us on Twitter, um, and we'll we'll live tweet some of these episodes, and then have uh, updates for you with with new episodes each week, which is going to be great. Yeah, and tell us what you think. That's the whole fun of Bachelor is just getting all getting the discussion going. Yes, it is. Tell us where we spent tonight. Who you loved that we hated. I know. I'm guessing that people have very different opinions from us on on those final four and what we thought about these uh, introductions. So, yeah, best intro, final four. Tell me. All right, uh, we'll catch you guys all next week on another romantic episode of. Can I steal you for a second? All right, peace <laughs> out. Yeah.